Good morning. Welcome to the boss meeting. We are reading The Millionaire Next Door by um, Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko. We are excited about our reading and um, planning and controlling. We're on page 78, planning and controlling. Planning and controlling consumption are key factors underlying wealth accumulation. Thus, one should expect that PAWs like Dr. North take the time to plan their budgets. They do. Conversely, Dr. South has no control over his family consumptions. Other than his household income, we asked Dr. South and North about their respective planning and controlling systems. Question, does your household operate on a fairly well thought out annual budget? No. Dr. South, no. Dr. North, yes, absolutely. Operating a household without a budget uh, is akin to operating a business without a plan, without goals, and without direction. The Norths have a budget that calls for them to invest at least one-third of their pre-tax <clears throat> household income each year. In fact, during the, the year that we interviewed Dr. North, he and his wife had invested nearly 40% of their annual pre-tax income. How, how were they able to do this? In short, they consumed at the levels as average family that earns about one-third as much as they do. What about the Souths? They consumed at the same levels as the average household that earns nearly two times more than they do. In fact, they hyper use of their hyper use of credit is more in line with the households that earn several millions of dollars each year. The South essentially spends all of or more than their income each year. This income is their only restraint. We ask both doctors a, another set of questions. Do you know how much your family spends each year for food, clothing, and shelter? Number two, do you spend a lot of time planning for financial future, your financial future? Number three, are you fugal? You probably predicted the outcomes. Dr. South responded three no's, while Dr. North responded in true PAW fashion with three yeses. Consider the fugal orientation of Dr. North. He stated emphatically, for, ex for instance, that he never brought a suit that was not offered at discount or a special price. This is not to suggest that Dr. North is poorly dressed, nor does he wear cheap suits. Rather, he purchases quality quote, quote, clothing, but not at full price and never on impulse. This behavior was part of a socialization process as a youth. When I was going to school, my wife taught. He had a small income. Even then, we always had a room to save. Even then, we saved. You must, I mean, you can't invest without something. The first thing is to save. Even when I was 11 years old, I saved my first $50 from working in a grocery store. It's just like today. 
only today the number of zeros change. More zeros, but it's the same rule, same discipline. You must take advantage of investment opportunities. You have to have something to take advantage of excellent, excellent opportunities. It's part of my background. Dr. South reported having just the opposite orientation. How much did he have, He and his family spend on clothing during the year prior to the interview? About $30,000. See table 3-2. Thus, the South spend nearly as much on clothing each year as, as the average American household in total, that is $33,000. <clears throat> and um, the table talks about the clothing, the motor vehicles, the mortgage payments, um, club dues and fees. <laughs> and uh, it's it's crazy to see the, the difference of the income and what they're spending their money on. The home team. Most high-income households consist of traditional married couples with children. Both the South and the North households are traditional. We determine how long ago that the habits of both husband and wife account for variations in accumulating wealth. Your spouse's orientation toward thrift, consumption, and investing is a significant factor in understanding your household position on the wealth scale. Who is the tightwad in your household? In the case of Dr. North's family, he both he and his wife fit the profile. Both live well below their means. Both continue to contribute to planning their well-thought-out annual budget. Neither objects to buying used uh, objects to buying used motor vehicles. Both can tell you how much their family spends each year on a variety of products and services. Neither objected to spending their children sending their children to public elementary and high school. Both place a high priority on financially independence. Uh, independent. Priority on being financially independent. Yet their goals, these goals never translated into shortchanging their three children. The parents funded their children's college education as well as their graduate school and law school tuition and fees. They also provided them with funds to uh, purchase homes and for related expenditures. The Norse paid for these expenditures out of their investments that they set aside for their children. Conversely, the Souths are not investors. Almost all such allocations in the South households come from current and current earned income. What is your household? What if your household generates even a moderate high income and both you and your spouse are fugal? You have the fun, fun foundation for becoming a and maintaining PAW status. On the other hand, it is very difficult for a married couple to accumulate wealth if one is a thrift, spends thrift. If one is a spend thrift. A household divided in its financial orientation is likely to accumulate, unlikely to accumulate significant wealth. Even worse, 
Even worse are cases in both in which both the wife and her husband are spendthrifts. This is a domestic situation for the South to find themselves in today. Interestingly, Dr. South reported to use that he is the tightwad in his household. Is he? True, he makes aim at shopping and consuming habits of he takes aim at the shopping and consumption habits of his spouse, but spending all or even most of their annual income takes a team effort. Both are hyper consumers. Both contribute to their low and than expected positions on the wealth scale. Let's evaluate Dr. South's wealth building performance. He is responsible for his household income. And there is no argument that he is extraordinary in this regard. His performance uh, places him at the 99.5 percentile of all income earners in America. But he is also responsible in part for making other decisions for his household. He buys the motor vehicles and financial advice. advice. He also makes investment decisions. But neither he or his wife does any budgeting for the family. Mr. South, Mrs. South is responsible for buying the family's clothing. In one year, she spent about 30000 on clothing for herself and her family. She also contributes significant to the decisions to spend more than 40000 for country club fees and related expenses. Both decided to spend a hundred and. 7000 per year in mortgage payments. Most UAWs will tell you that their big mortgage helps reduce their taxable income. Of course, if the South spend, if the South keeps saving money this way, they may never be able to retire. <laughs> Often people who purchase expensive homes and automobiles are criticized for their extravagant lifestyles. But a at least homes, in most cases, hold their value, if only in a nominal sense. Even automobiles hold some value for a few years after they are purchased. Large allocations for homes and automobiles can have a dampening, dampening effect on wealth building, but again, at least you can trade up, out, or down with such items. There are worse culprits. How much is the South's $30,000 clothing purchase that they made last year worth today? How much will the $7,000 vacation they recently took be worth tomorrow? How much value is their um, retaining, excuse me, remaining more than $40,000 they spent last year for country club related expenses? Add to th this gourmet restaurant, Patreon, maid service, tutors, lawn care, landscaping service, decorating consultants, insurance, and more. We're going to stop right there. Uh, what, 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 what? Some good information, some great information. Let's place our hand over our hearts and say our daily declaration. I will move forward daily. I will move forward daily. I will create positive daily habits. 
I will create positive day to have it. I am grateful. I am grateful. I win. I win. I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars. I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars. Um, oh, I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will manage my time wisely. I will manage my time. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will focus on one activity at a time. I am fearless. I am fearless. I am a genius. I am a genius. I am limitless. I am limitless. And we win. And we win. We win. I have a multi-millionaire mind. I have a multi-millionaire mind. Amen. 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 Throw the verses in there. What's that? I said throw those two little verses on in the end of that. Oh yes, yes, yes. And um. Let me let me pull it up. It's actually in my other phone. Um, I don't have oh, it. It's uh, I expect. What is it? I expect blessings. Great, great things without evidence. Yes, I I expect great things without evidence. I expect great things without evidence. And I'm going to be the less offended person on the planet. And the best one? The le the least oh, offended the least person, person on the planet. On the planet. I'm gonna be the least offended person on the planet. So Lord, I expect good things without evidence. And Lord, make me the least offended person on planet Earth. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Any good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going on I'm going on mute because I hear the I hear the feedback. Okay, okay. Um any takeaways from our book this morning that we want to share? I would before I go on mute. Okay, go ahead. What I would like to share is I did not have my book while I was at work last night since we were full. I was able to do my audit early that freed up some time. So I went online and used one of my credits. You went online and reviewed your credit? That's what you said? It's one of my credits to get the audio book. And by me being able to listen consecutively, hearing it in context, boy, that is an amazing, it's amazing. It's coming together, the readings that I've heard on their certain days. But yeah, that is a, that's a good book. Which book? The one we're reading now? The one we're reading now, yes. I listened yes. to it on, most of it on audio book last 
doing that work through the night at work. Yes, yes, it it is, it is. Um, and it, it has really blessed me. It has really blessed me. Today, it was talking about Dr. Smith and Dr. South, Dr. North and Dr. South. Sister Turner, you have something that you want to share? No. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, just a, just a mere realization that you you don't have to compete with with the Joneses, right? You don't have to uh, take on all that responsibility of being flashy and being being this person that has you know all this stuff, you know, having the best dress and this, that, and the other, and you can still be nice dressed but you can do it at a lower price, right? And so, um, and it was interesting that they said that, you know, both uh, parties have to be in agreement with the plan to make, to, to generate wealth. And so, you know, we definitely have to, uh, we, we definitely have to be in that, in that process um to generate wealth we have to be in that mindset we got to be willing to uh <clears throat> we got to be willing to say hey no to all this this other stuff yes this is Shelly may I say one other thing right quick it's not exactly on the book but it's in context with the book the same Okay, so um, another thing that a revelation that I got this morning after listening to the book uh -huh. is a conversation that I had with a coworker, and what came out in the conversation where we really almost got into an argument is because I was trying to explain regarding the word and following the word. And what I was trying to explain is to that person, they felt because they were a man of God and a pastor or a shepherd, and because I'm a sheep, that I don't have the right to question them. So my thing was, in all due respect, I respect you as a man of God and as a shepherd. However, not my shepherd. He's the flock that I'm a part of or that God assigned me to. So my point that I'm making by bringing this up is that I had to kind of relay that, you know, God didn't call us all to the same purpose. He called us to different purposes. Our foundation is the same, teaching the gospel, the ministry of reconciliation, et cetera. But then we have to pay attention or listen <coughs> to the, the the shepherd that God assigned us to, if, if that makes sense. So what I was, what I learned after listening to the book, it helped me to realize that I should, I'm okay not being disrespectful, but I'm okay being confident in the fact that if he says that he's in the place where God placed him and I'm in the place where God placed me, 
then being in that place is, is I'm in order to follow the shepherd that I'm under. I mean, you know, it's the, the shepherd that I'm under and I don't have to worry about what T.D. Jakes is teaching his, his flaw or teaching his flock. And we're not where I, I can receive a word from them, but that's not where you understand what I'm saying. That's, that's right. not who God assigned me to. It's just like me being a part of the boss meeting. So if I'm a part of the boss meeting and you're the leader and someone on the outside in another meeting is trying to tell me what I should be doing based on what I'm hearing from you, then for me to say, well, God placed me there for a reason, even if it's for a season or however, this is where I'm going to be loyal to, to hear the voice of God through Antoine, because that's where he placed me for this season. So I said that to say it's the same thing. They are not influenced by, even though they're in a position to go and buy a $50,000 car, but they use wisdom and chose not to spend that kind of money on a car just to say, like when the man was talking about turning down the Rolls Royce, I don't know, I might be ahead of y'all on that. Did we pass that already? Because he said that didn't make sense. He don't have to try to prove, you know, what his status is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because by getting a Rolls Royce, and even though the Rolls Royce was going to be free to him, he had to bring to that person's attention that that's going to be an inconvenience because the people that he are working with and the employees that he have, for him to come and work with a Rolls Royce will make them feel that he's utilizing, using them in order to pay for that type of yeah. um, extravagant life. But my point is, be true to who you are and you don't have to try to keep up with the Joneses or you don't have to go and buy a name brand Gucci purse or whatever just to prove to someone else. And and that is a real a real thing with me to be true to myself and authentic to who God is creating me to be because he's you break it you breaking up a little bit <clears throat> pardon me but yes it, it absolutely you got to be true to yourself you got to realize that hey you know what i don't need all that and i don't need it um right now is that mine i'm breaking up or is it can y'all hear me Can y'all hear me? I can't hear you going in and out. I'm going in and out? Yes. Okay. Was I going in and out too? No. Okay. (laughs) I I heard. So it was my internet that was messing up. Not yours, but Shelly. Okay. So I I, I apologize for that. Um, Yeah, we, we definitely have to be in a place where we realize that hey I can be comfortable with where I'm at and what I'm doing and as long as I'm growing and I'm moving forward and we don't have to compete with others and it's not about what they're doing it's not about how they view us because a lot of times we're concerned on how people view us and they ain't even thinking about us 
<laughs> we the last thing on their mind. And and so we we have to, you know, realize that and and then uh make sure that we're putting our efforts towards being the best that we can be and moving towards our goal uh, on a consistent basis. <clears throat> um, who is that? Is that Brother Joe or Sister Ayo? Who is that on iPhone? That's me. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Grand Rising. Yes. Uh, okay. So I, I want us to just make sure that we are on point. There was some gems dropped on yesterday regarding um, regarding access to some of these um, things that will help us get our content together, right, and be able to put things out. And um, if we if we want to come in together and go in to it together with uh, with the plans. We can go in there together with the plans and then um, use it for H2O blockchain and we can use it for our personal businesses. And so what it will give us, it will all, we will all have the same login, right? And it will give us the... Um, access to creating the things that we want to create. So that's if y'all interested in that. Um, I know we really need to do it for uh, H2O. And um, I I know I needed to do it for my my business, overall business plan. So I'm going to do it either way. Uh, It's just if we want to come in collectively and use it so everybody don't have to come out of pocket so um so dearly to to get things done and then we can assist as well right so if you want to run an ad for your business or create something for your business then um we can assist you in doing that because i know you can feel overwhelmed when you don't have that um you haven't been dealing with things like that you know what i mean uh, with software as, as such. So it's eight o'clock. Let's go over to, uh, Antonio's meeting and then we can talk about it and, and see what we think if we want to do, do that. I'm going to send you, I'm going to put the link in the chat so, uh, we can go on over there. So uh, I'll see y'all over at Antonio's meeting. All right. See you at the top. See you at the top.